I want you to imagine this scenario as a business owner. You've put blood, sweat, and tears into developing an app over a six-year time span, not to mention part of your life savings. You're about to host a launch party to showcase all of your hard work and everything comes crashing down. That's part of the backstory for We Strive. Are you a personal trainer who's looking to have better connections with your clients and an easier way to manage your business? If you answered yes, then the We Strive app may be exactly what you're looking for. The app has hundreds of tools which helps personal trainers focus on what they do best, helping people change their lives. The app has powerful and yet easy to use tools which help you save both time and money. Corey McCain is the CEO of WeStrive and he joined me this week to discuss in greater detail how this innovative app can help fitness professionals and their clients live easier and more effective lives. I'm Kevin McShan. Let's have this conversation. So, Corey, if you're ready, I'll welcome you to the program, and I'm all excited to learn about We Strive this morning. Thanks so much for being here, and uh, good to see you this morning. Pleasure to meet you, man. Yeah, it should be a good conversation. I'm excited. So, Corey, I know that uh, you've taken a long road to get to where you are today, and you say after about five years of trying to launch your fitness app, you've got stories to share of what not to do and what to do and uh, the struggles and triumphs you had in launching that app. So I'm wondering if we could start the conversation by uh, just telling me how, uh, how your journey's gone, buddy. I mean, it's, uh, I think journey's a really good word for sure. Uh, I mean, I started off in a small town. Like, it seems like forever ago, I started off in a small town in eastern Washington, just, you know, in college, thinking I should make a fitness app. And now, six years later, I'm living in Austin. I've got investors and developers and, you know, uh, employees all over the world. And we've got personal trainers and, you know, over in Australia, we have personal trainers in Europe and Canada, Mexico, Brazil. So it's, I mean, it's pretty crazy how, you know, just vast this platform has changed over the years. And it's been a, it's been a beautiful journey for sure. It's been, I've been constantly broke. I've been constantly just like, you know, struggling through everything, but it's, it's been a beautiful journey. Yeah. 
And uh, tell me about WeStrive. I know it's a platform to to reach uh, uh, fitness professionals, personal trainers, and help them sort of uh, manage their client base. So I'm curious to know all about WeStrive, buddy. Tell me about the platform. Yeah, so when we first started, uh, when I was back in college, it started off as a platform called Perfect, and it was more of a marketplace for personal trainers to sell their fitness programs. We worked for about four years on that. And essentially, we had about 250 personal trainers, 500 fitness plans, and we kind of realized when we finally launched the final version of that was that it wasn't really what we were trying to build. Like it was, the trainers didn't care too much, people didn't care too much. Like we made a couple grand, we had to kind of just pull the plug on it. What I realized is that trainers really wanted a place where they can better manage their actual business. So what we did is we took what we had and we pivoted, and we've been building that new platform ever since. So what we do now is where we strive. And we allow personal trainers to build programs, manage clients, track progress, handle billing, essentially everything under the sun that you could possibly need as a personal trainer. And then they basically pay us to, on a per client basis, to actually manage their business. So overall, the goal is to help them manage clients and ultimately scale their business. And tell me, uh, why uh, do you think people need the platform? Why do you think we strive is important, bud? Yeah, I mean, to this day, we have trainers that, you know, we, we speak with that are still using Excel and PDFs and they're texting their clients workouts and they're sending a Venmo request. And so essentially their entire business is kind of scattered across multiple different pillars. Like they've got PDFs over here, text over here. And what we do is we put that entire business into one place for them. And on top of that, in each pillar, we actually optimize. So like instead of having a text message, we have a full group inbox they can use instead of building a program on a PDF, we have an entire program builder with like save days function, save weeks function. And so it just makes their entire business much easier to run in every sense. And then also puts it all together. So it's a, yeah, it's a, just a much better experience for them. And now we talked earlier about uh, the struggles and triumphs you've gone through uh, launching uh, this platform and your fitness uh, business body. And I want to know about uh, the launch party you had with, with Apple. And then you got a call from uh, Apple that kind of pivoted the, the direction that you were thinking about going. So tell me about the call yeah. from Apple, bud. Yeah, what's cool about this journey is that you know, some really crappy things have happened to me along along the road. And what's cool is I can look back and I can realize that every time something really bad happened, it seemed like the worst end thing, end of the world concept. But in reality, it actually forced me to move in a different direction that was a positive direction. So to summarize that before I go into it, basically, Apple totally screwed us over. And then because of that, we pivoted to the platform we have now. And now we're actually growing and people love it. And so we're excited about that. So if that hadn't happened... I would probably still be trying to make that platform work or I would have given up. So, but what happened was basically uh, Apple is very, very irritating to deal with on the app store. I just dealt with them last week where they wouldn't approve our app because we were copying the logo of another app, but the copying logo of another app was also our app. So I was trying to tell them like, hey, we're not copying an app. We're, it's, we have two apps. It's the same app. Like anyways, long story. But so they're incredibly annoying to deal with. So what happened was, in mid 2018, we had a big launch party. We had this final version, you know, four years of work for this platform. And I had everyone on the rooftop in Santa Monica. We had about 120 people, you know, bottle service, not bottle, but like uh, unlimited alcohol and food and all that stuff. So it was a beautiful night. And then the morning of, basically, Apple calls me and says, Hey, we're actually going to have to uh, pull your app off the App Store. 
And I said, what do you mean? They're like, well, you're supposed to be using our billing process. You're not supposed to be using, you know, like you can't use your own little thing. You have to be using the app store processing. And what's annoying about that is that my app had actually been approved three different times before that. So it got approved because this was in like July. I got it approved in March, April, and May because I wanted to make sure that they didn't screw me over. So I made sure that I was ready to go. And then the day before the launch party, we did one tiny little update. Didn't change anything else. Just changed like a couple texts here and there. And one random guy happened to find that we were using not their payment processing. And then they basically called me and said that the reason it has to get pulled is because the guy that approved it three times messed up and he shouldn't have done that and sorry. And so basically we had a launch party with no app. So people had to write their name down on a list. You couldn't download it. And then we spent the next several weeks having to restart the app, change our entire payment processing within it, and then put our entire marketing budget into you know, rebuilding the app. So ultimately by the time we finally launched it was like the middle of summer no one cared anymore and we had only like a couple grand in sales and it was kind of just like you know what at this point let's just scrap it and move on to the next so yeah it ended up being a blessing in disguise and talk to me about your aha moment buddy and sort of the the advice the advice you would give to other people trying to uh get into the fitness app arena as Mm. a new professional yeah, I mean, people that want to get into fitness apps, I would say don't do it. It's uh, super hard. Um, yeah, I highly recommend do not do it. It took me a long time. And I see new apps coming out. I'm just like, oh, I would not do that or I would not do that. And so now I, if I wanted to start now, I could easily build a fitness app because I know – I don't know everything, but I know so many things that I've, I've messed up on or i spent you know, tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars you know, learning the lesson for. But, I mean, I would say the, the question was what's the biggest lesson I learned, right? Is that what you said? Sorry, I kind of went on yeah, a tangent there. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, the, oh, sorry, the aha moment, that's what you said. So, for me, the aha moment was kind of like an accumulation of moments. So, for us, basically, and it was less of an aha moment and more of like a, hey, people have been telling you this the whole time and you weren't listening. So, essentially, the aha moment probably came where I realized that I just need to listen to my audience more. And when I started doing that, we started growing. So, it kind of came with the, the launch of the, the Apple kind of pulling us off the App Store thing. Took a step back weeks later, and I was like, aha moment, okay, all these personal trainers have been telling me for you know years that they want to be able to actually manage their clients, and they go on our app, and all it is is a way to sell programs, and they're like, okay, well, I want to handle billing, I want to track my client's progress, like, why can't I do any of that? So I was like, okay, but what was happening was I was kind of just ignoring their feedback all these years, and I realized that aha moment, I need to actually take their feedback. And then it happened again last year in 2020 when we finally launched We Strive. And it was more of an early MVP product. And I had trainers every week saying, I wish I had this feature. I wish I had this feature. And I was kind of ignoring them too. And I was saying like, that's cool, but like, that's not what you really want. And then I took a step back and I was like, well, how, how, why would I know what they want? And then what happened was I started actually really, really listening to their feedback, taking notes on it. And then every week we would add a new feature to our platform that helped us improve. And now we have an ultimate app that has all the features that all the trainers have asked for. So um, the aha moment, I guess, was to actually listen to my audience. And uh, the aha moment was sort of your interview series where I know you went out to uh, interview um, many professionals in the field from personal trainers to nutritionists. So I'm curious to uh, get you to expand on your interview series process, buddy. Absolutely. I'm going to turn on the AC because I am sweating right now. Welcome to Texas, right? Yeah, welcome welcome to Texas. Yeah. Uh, My mistake. My mistake. Um, 
But yeah, so basically, uh, I still do it to this day. I still I have like probably three calls with trainers or later today. And basically what I do is I sit down with trainers, calls just like this, and I say, hey, you know, here's the platform. You know, what features are we missing? What can we add? Uh, you know, what updates are, you know, you looking for? And I kind of just take diligent notes and make sure that we're constantly moving in the right direction because it's like, yeah, we have this awesome app now. We have about 70 personal trainers that are paying for it and using it on a daily basis to run their entire business, which is really cool. But we want to get to the point where we have tens of thousands of trainers. So we need to make sure that we're constantly continuing to move in that right direction. So I sit down with trainers and like I said, I walk them through the platform. I take really in-depth notes. If they're like, oh, I wish that, you know, I wish that this button was on your dashboard. I wish this, this thing did this. I'll take a note of that and then I'll kind of have like this mental or physical accumulation of, okay, eight trainers asked for this. Maybe this is an important feature. So I think kind of really going in-depth with those audience interviews. And I know that you host a podcast yourself, so tell me about the podcast and uh, the uh, message you're trying to deliver, bud. Uh, well, I actually took a pause on the podcast. I got way too busy. Um, I would love to do it again. I just became, I did about 95 episodes, and essentially um, I would just interview successful entrepreneurs, figure out how they sold their business, figure out like how they grew. And, you know, it was great, and I, I met some incredible people all over the world, and well, mostly in the U.S., but all over the world, and at the end of the day, I just, I got, I was like, do I want to focus on this business podcast, or do I want to actually focus on my company? So, we, uh, we stopped around, like, episode 95, I think, and I stopped recording uh, the beginning of January, and yeah, I just, you know, maybe I'll bring it back at some point, but um, I met some, like I said, met some incredible people, learned some really cool things, you know, I got to interview people in their their beautiful homes, like out in Hollywood and all that stuff, when I was when I was doing it. But um, yeah, uh, currently on pause, so we'll see what happens in the future with that. Well, you know, life changes in all different directions, right? So mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm also curious to know uh, how do you think you're a better a business person now than when you first started the app, buddy? Um, I mean, I don't even know how to answer that. I like when I first started, I didn't know what like an angel investor was or like what a pitch deck was or my, I mean, I mean, it's across the board. Like now I'm incredibly, I'm, I'm, I would argue I'm one of the best people that I know at, you know, creating the user experience and actually like I can build out like a, if, you, if you tell me like, I want to make an app for poker, I want to make an app for putt putt, I could make that whole app in, you know, a day and I'd have the entire like settings page all the way from the homepage dashboard and like why it flows this way and why it flows that way. So I've gotten really good at user experience. Um, I mean, I've, I've learned how to like pitch investors. I've learned how to, you know, operate a, a development team overseas and work with like, you know, different hours. And so, I mean, I don't know, this, there's too many things. I mean, I, I, the, the entrepreneur I started as wasn't even really an entrepreneur. It was kind of just like, Hey, I want to do this. And then I just kind of developed the skills over the years on every, layer of any skill that you can think of went up so yeah it's a completely different person now and tell me how uh can people get connected with we strive buddy yeah so we're at uh, we strive app.com or pretty much on every social network we're at we strive app so and then i'm Corey mccain so you know i'm at i think i'm yeah, at cory.mf on instagram and then um yeah i think i'm like i couldn't get that on twitter so i think i'm like Corey asian I don't know. I need to update my Twitter handle. Honestly, it's not very good. It's pretty pretty hard to spell. But no, I'm just Corey McCain. Just kidding. Corey McCain on Twitter. There we go. But uh, yeah, WeStriveApp.com is how you get a, you get a hold of us. 
Fantastic, buddy. I want to uh, thank you for uh, spending a few minutes with me this morning to talk to me about your in innovative ways to help uh, personal trainers stay connected. I want to wish you the best of luck with We Strive, and thank you for joining me this morning. It's most appreciated. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate it, man, and uh, best of luck uh, You know, getting that second vaccine. Uh, yeah, July can't get here soon enough, buddy. <laughs> there you go, man. Sounds good.